Louise Bedford here. Just before we kick off with today's show, I wanted to let you know that for one week only, you can get up to 84% off a selection of my most popular trading education products available through tradinggame.com.au. Make no mistake. Your financial future is in your hands. So check out the audios, videos, and study courses that I have available at tradinggame.com.au. Now's your chance to develop your skills as a trader for up to 84% off, but only for the next week. Let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome to Talking Trading. I'm Caroline Stephen. It's great to have your company as always. Toxic workplace environments are common and they're often a reason share traders get into the markets. Today we speak to mentoree Catherine Roberts on her trading journey. We find out why Catherine left an unhealthy work environment and how it propelled her into personal development and taking charge of her financial future. But first up, we hear from Louise Bedford in Mind Power, who tells us to declare ourselves ready. Once you declare you're ready, the opportunities in your life will open up. Every big decision I've made, every single time I've made a leap, it's been terrifying. There have been times where I've put my entire emotional comfort on the line. And I can tell you, every time I do, I'm rewarded. How you deal with that little voice of doubt will determine your altitude. Can you visualize a part of yourself where you can dump all of your fears? For me, I picture a really skinny, anemic, bottle-top glasses little version of me who jumps at shadows and she's constantly shivering. I dump all of my fears on her and I make her bear them all. Then, once I've released those fears, I get to push my shoulders back, look people in the eye and move forward. I do feel a little bit sorry for that fearful little doppelganger, but I still visualize dumping all of my negative emotions onto her. There's a part of her that likes it, I reason, the me who's on my higher purpose. I get to charge on regardless, without being held back by my fears. It's such a liberating concept, you should try it. High achievers are pissed off a lot of the time. Being mellow and getting to the top, those two things don't often go together. If you're feeling fear or even terror about learning how to trade like a machine, oh my goodness, you know you're alive and you'll get to relish it. To get out of your current money zone, you need to get out of your comfort zone. Leaps are required for you to grow. And to leap, you've really got to leave solid ground behind. And I know that solid ground is comforting, but you do get used to flying. And I have to tell you, that's where the big money is. Business is tough, so get yours fighting fit. Tap into the experience of business growth expert and celebrity accountant Jason Cunningham as he reveals his fundamentals of business success. No magic beans, just proven strategies and practical tools. It's on Wednesday, August 26th in Parkville, Melbourne. 
tickets are just $249 for a full-on full day. Seats are limited, so visit thepractice.com.au to learn more. That's thepractice.com.au. Catherine Roberts completed the six-month repeat-for-free Trade Again Mentor Program in 2014. We discuss with her now her trading journey, the highs and the lows, and how it's propelled her huge growth in personal development. Catherine Roberts, hello and welcome to Talking Trading. Hi, Caroline. How are you? Lovely to have you on the show. Louise Bedford speaks very highly of you and has done for a long time. Let's talk about your trading journey. 23rd of August 2013, you wrote a letter to Louise Bedford that really touched her. And Louise is such a softie about this sort of thing. But she was so moved by your letter that yeah. she keeps it on her, her bookshelf where she trades. And when she needs an emotional boost, she pulls it out and reads it. Yeah. In the letter, you mentioned how you felt empowered and on a path to success as a result of picking up her book. Tell us about um, the letter. So if I just give a bit of background, I was in a place, you know, years ago before I even even got interested in trading where I naively thought, you know, I just needed an education and a career and that was all I needed to be financially successful. I think we all and thought that. Yeah, <laughs> if I went about my life doing that. And I did have career success and um, enjoyed my work. And I ended up, I was in a role where I travelled a lot and I suppose I got a bit tired. I was in Brisbane every other week and then back home and I just got married and we were talking about having a family and I discussed that with my husband and said, right, I need to get a job that's closer to home and, um, a, you know, less travel involved. And so I took a job against my own gut instinct, I think, and it just was a lesson in life being there. So, you know, it was a horrible it was just a horrible environment. I had, um, when I, the first week that I started, the manager of this organisation was screaming at the receptionist. And over time, I saw sort of people picked off. And I got to a point before I became pregnant where I thought, I need to, you know, find another role. And it just didn't work out for me. And I, I didn't find something else to go to. And then when I became pregnant, things just deteriorated. So I became the person that was next in line, I suppose, and, you know, some terribly inappropriate things went on. And Mm. at the end of it, I had um, developed this sort of anxiety disorder and I remember I had my baby, my first child, at the end of all that. And it just was, I just, everything I thought that I I had in life had, had just sort of, fallen away between my fingers and I just didn't didn't have any confidence whereas beforehand I think my career gave me confidence so I was in bed one morning after I'd had this little baby and I was a subscriber to the age and they get sent through emails and I got this email on share trading and I had an interest in it because I'd heard about people who traded and it directed me to a little booklet that I could download. And in the back of that booklet, there was a note that said, if you want to learn about trading, Louise Bedford is somebody you should, you know, read. She's an author and well-known author. And that day I ordered the book and I just, you know, jumped into it almost. Louise Bedford's um, Trading Secrets and that was where it started. And I just felt that gave me an interest and it just made me think I have all these skills that I could 
use to trade and you know it doesn't have to be about work success doesn't have to be about work it can be this trading and you know and investing and um, that's how it started the psychological effects of working in a toxic environment I don't think can ever be underestimated and those scars I find last for a long time how and I'm really sorry you had that experience it's really horrible and not anything that anyone should experience but it is really common when you reflect back on that time how do you feel I guess I'm not sorry that I had that experience because I look back now and I go, oh, how I've grown. So, In what ways have you grown, Catherine? In a personal development way, I think that that was a lesson that I needed that I was long, long overdue for. Okay, well, let's get into that. So a lot of traders find the psychological aspect of trading difficult. We're talking about psychology. Have you found that for yourself? Yes. The first part of the mentor program program, and something that all share trading books that I've got on my bookshelf bang on and on about is when you, fir- and when you first start reading them, you think, oh, yeah, 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 psychology, okay. But, and I just thought, I just need a profitable system. And um, then when you, you define reg and you, you do get educated properly and you put real dollars um, and not just not just small, silly mm. position sizes um, on the line, you really find out weaknesses are. Um, you know, when I put real money in the market, I've really learned some stuff about my beliefs and the energy that I put out into the, the universe and, yeah, the psychology of the way that I deal with my beliefs and how they come up and influence my actions. That's great. So let's talk about the psychology of your beliefs. I know you're a big reader of Napoleon Hill. So let's talk about the power of mindset and expectations around success now and how that has been true for you. Yeah, yeah. So I think Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, is just incredible. Seminal, isn't it? Yeah. Seminal in anyone's library. Yeah, and it's, it's you know, what most success coaches work from. So this guy was born in the 1880s, and I've got his work on my iPad as an e-book, and I've got an audio book that I often listen to in the car or wherever I'm going from him. And, you know, he talks in this old-fashioned voice and everything, but he's... His ideas are as relevant today as they ever were before. So what are some of the things that you, Catherine, does now to attract more positive energy into your life? So visualisation of my perfect day, um, gratitude for what's really important, um, and that's not just financial, it's other things that you have in your life. Goal setting, um, which includes, you know, for my trading, my financial goals for my family, and asking genuine questions, and I... I do that through journaling and often I'll ask these genuine questions about roadblocks and barriers that I come up against. And, you know, one of those barriers that I reflected on back late 2013 was my my networking. Um, so I, I felt like I needed to network with more people that had the same mindset and that that's an interesting story, especially if you talk about Napoleon Hill and, you know, one of the biggest learnings from that book was that what you project out into the universe, you get back. And, you know, I reflected about the time when I picked up Louise's book and how my belief in myself was being projected and I got back the same energy from that workplace I was part of at the time, you know, and I think that was a deep belief in myself about my self-worth and 
that was affecting what I was projecting and what I was getting back. And so, you know, with all, you know, goal setting and visualization and that awareness that it didn't have to be like that, I came to thinking at that time that I did need to network. And I remember, again, voyeuristically looking at the Trading Game website and there was a trader that was in Geelong, Justin Gillick, and I remember looking at his photo and thinking, if only I could meet you, if only I could be at the shops one day. And you know, <laughs> I was looking at his photo and I was thinking, I could, I could run into you you know, down the street and I could say, hi, I'm Catherine and I want to be a share trader and can I have, can I buy you lunch? Can I ask you some questions? Anyway, I soon forgot what his face looked like and, you know, after I had that experience at work, I went back to a different role and it was a completely different experience in a different organisation. It was great and I got my confidence back and I've just had my second baby and returned back to that organisation to work and I walked into this interview and lo and behold, but who interviews me but Justin Gillick? Good Lord. And, um, yeah, incredible coincidence, too much of a coincidence to be a coincidence but yeah, and I'd forgotten that I'd looked at his photo by that stage and it wasn't until I'd sort of started work and he'd said, you're Catherine from the trading game, aren't you? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's an amazing story. I yeah. just want to jump back a minute. How important has been generating a second income to you? Oh, oh, so, so important. So that's taking the pressure off of, I'm not, I'm no longer work, so, so work minded in terms of what I'm getting from work. You know, when I go to work now, I'm thinking about the value that I create much more than anything about my, my income. Um, and it's just changed my perspective on life. Let's go into some detail about your journey in the mentor program now. You've mentioned networking. What did you like about the mentor program? Yeah, so the oh look, I liked the challenge of the self-directed learning, but it was so frustrating at times. And <laughs> yeah, Chris Tate doesn't give you an answer. It's always a question. And sometimes I, I felt like I just wanted to reach into the computer and, you know, shake him. Um, but the, in, the ability to network it was a great part of it and that continued in the forum after it. So, you know, those networks are great. And you ask people questions if you've got, you know, these little questions. So that, that was, that was fantastic. And I just want, you mentioned the forum. So I just want to explain what the forum is to the listeners who don't know. It's the home of all the traders in the mentor program and it's where all the resources, the discussions, the study tasks related to the program are kept. And to gain access, you have to be a mentor program member. And I think Catherine, you'd agree that it is a treasure trove. Yeah, yeah. Anything that you need to know about any aspect of coding or you just want to have a chat about something, you can post something and, you know, p people could respond in a really meaningful way. So how did you go absorbing the technical aspects of trading? Well, I'm technically, I'm a technical person, um, so that wasn't a difficult thing for me and I'd already been trading for a little while and I'd I'd spent all that time in indicators and coding in Metastock and all of that sort of thing. So I really found the advice about developing a system that crosses different markets, especially FX, which was just this so mysterious to me. <laughs> the encouragement to keep things simple. So, you know, that's really helping you be consistent. Um, that was the biggest gem. What's been one of the hardest things you've had to learn trading? How to, how to trade from a carefree place. So that's a bit of Mark Douglas, but, you know, he talks about that a lot. But when you're losing, but for me, when I'm winning, so pyramiding and keeping in a position, not taking profits has been so hard for me when I, when I started. 
And that really goes back to the stuff I talked about, that kind of belief in yourself and those deep-seated beliefs that, you you know, when you read about psychology, you think, yeah, 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 but it's only when you put, you know, your money into these mm-hmm. traits that those beliefs really start to come forward. And what I was doing, you know, I, I, I'd been in some great positions that were perfectly set up and doing the right things and I was taking profits on them and I think I was doing that because I was really thinking I didn't deserve to be winning. Um, so I, no, I, and I was scared. I was scared it was going to fall away from me. So I was taking those profits and squirreling, squirreling that little bit of money away, and then looking back. And when you look, when you do that, and you look back on a trade that succeeds, that is so much more painful, isn't it? Horrible. What's been a lowest low in the market for you personally? A lowest low in the market. Probably taking taking profits off the table. So I was in the feeder cattle position that went went gangbusters last year, and that was one that I closed out profits on. And yeah, that that was a low point when I thought, oh my god. All right, gosh. let's flip that around. What's been a high point in the markets for you? Ah, okay. So when energies fell last year late last year, I, it was just like the heavens had opened and the gods were smiling at me and. You know, I still struggled with the success, but I felt like I must have been doing the right thing. You know, this is just validation that what I've been doing was working and I was in these trades and I was doing what I needed to do. And you made handsome profit? Yes, yes. um, Made my profit for the year when that happened. Wow. So what did you feel you had really understood about the markets for this high point in the energy sector to occur? Um, To keep going, to keep swinging the bat to have confidence in my edge and not to be scared that I didn't need to be scared I could just keep putting on the next trade and that's why I was in that position you mentioned keep swinging the bat that is a favorite traders saying are there any others that have really stuck in your mind that have shaped your psyche yeah yeah so it would have to be Mark Douglas again um I've been just listening to his podcast which or not podcast their YouTube videos which are great thing on YouTube um, and he's got these hour like seven hour two seven hour long talks and um, I've been listening to these um, at Justin's suggestion and he talks about trading from this carefree state of mind and understanding that it's a probability game you know and he talks about this coin toss and that you never know even with an equal weighted coin of heads and tails you never know what the next trade's going to do you just don't know. So it is just a game of probabilities. And if you have an edge, you just keep trading. How has trading changed you as a person? Uh, I'm a completely different person. I'm not angry in any way at more, uh, anymore. Um, I am not feeling as though I deserve more success than I have because I know that success now is all about my own actions and that I can be in control of that. And, you know, I was just talking with someone the other day and we were discussing how it's impossible to fail in your life if you're successful at trading. If you're a successful trader, you are just successful in everything you do and it's just how you think because you need to be organised and you need to be open-minded and you need to be positive. So what difference has trading made in your day-to-day life? It keeps my brain active and it keeps me in routine and I no longer waste so much of my time wishing for things and just being swung around and achieving someone else's goals. I'm In my day-to-day life, I'm much more methodical and planned and I'm consciously achieving my own goals. 
Catherine Roberts, it was inspiring speaking with you. It sounds like you've grown so much in the last couple of years. Thank you very much for coming onto the show. Thanks, Caroline. And that's all we have for you today. Stay tuned next week to hear Gary Stone from Sharewell Systems on the wave that's taking the markets by storm, ETFs, and how they can benefit you and your share trading. I'm Caroline Stephen, and on behalf of the team, thanks for your company. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to TalkingTrading.com.au with Caroline Stephen. Make sure you are subscribed to this website to receive the very latest market views, commentary, and expert opinion. Tune in next week as we've got a bumper show planned. Bye for now. The views represented on Talking Trading are general in nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regard to your own situation.